0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. We've been in a series drawing circles and um, just talking about completing what God is doing and, and bringing it to completion. How many feel like sometimes in your life, You have those things, those dreams, those desires, those things you put in motion, maybe even relationships that you find yourself going halfway, halfway circle. And we're talking about completing, getting in in with God. When we dream with God, when we get aligned with what He is speaking over with purpose and passion, all of a sudden we align ourselves with what He's doing. And it becomes, the Bible says that many are plans in our heart, but it is God's purpose that prevails. Are you ready to tap into God's purposes for your life? Come on, because we can strain, we can strive, we can try to go after things. And today, I want to bring it down. I feel like God is just a special word because some of us feel incomplete um, at Father's Day. Some of us feel like like there's a there's just that missing part in our lives, um, you know, and you just find yourself in this place of incomplete circle. And today I want to talk to us, but would you stand for the reading of God's word? We're going to look at Romans chapter 8 today. If you're following along, you can grab your Bible. Or if you have your light up Bible, you know, light it up. But Romans chapter 8 verse 12, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Verse 14 says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Ooh, we're children. Children of the great Father. Verse 15 says, the Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your identity Adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Everybody say heirs. We are heirs to the throne. Woo, baby. That's, that's good news. That's good news. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for your word. It penetrates to the heart, speaks more than any human word could ever speak. And so, God, we lean into that understanding. We lean into your provision, your purposes, your promises. God, that's what we trust in. You are the holder of the outcome. So right now, let's just pray this day that God touch our hearts and change us from the inside out that we may become the change in our world. We love you, Father. In your name we pray. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated. He's talking about two different ways of living, living through the flesh and living through spirit. And, and this is uh, one of those things that's so easily to get into is living through the flesh, living through things that we see, living through things that are, are tangible, are touchable, you know, things that you see on a daily basis. Um, but God is talking about this, this difference of living a life through the flesh or living a life through the spirit. And it's this life in the spirit all of a sudden opens our eyes to a different way of living, a different a thing to place our trust into and put our faith in. Uh, You know, if you look at your earthly father, and some might be in this place and, you know, your earthly father either wasn't present or, you know, maybe was present physically but wasn't present emotionally or spiritually in your life. And so you have this, like, void that you feel you have the common resource that is not there. And that's what I like to call it, the common resource. Because sometimes when we look at others and we see something in their lives, we think that it should be common for everybody. And so we see people with money, and so we think, well, it's a common resource. I should have money too. And, and Maslow breaks this down, and the human needs, they're like, they're like uh, there's a triangle of needs, and all of the basic needs have to be met for a person to truly tune into their purpose in God. Um, And these basic needs are like safety and and food and shelter and achievement and just feeling a sense of of purpose in your life. And then once you meet all those basic needs, then you can achieve that true spirituality and true connection with God and, and really divine purpose in your life. But some of us on Father's Day, we feel like we have missed the most common resource of a father. And maybe you have a father physically, but you just don't feel like you have that common resource of that father that shows you how to live life or has been there for you. And so we live our entire life with this gap, this void of feeling inadequate, feeling like we don't have a common resource that everybody else has. And we look around and Susie Q over there has got a dad who's pouring into her. Jim, he's got a dad and he's amazing. And we look at all these different common resources and feel inadequate. Can I tell you that when we live a life in God, God becomes our heavenly father. Here's the good news. When we come to Jesus, and the Bible says that when we come to him and receive his grace and mercy that he died for on the cross, when we receive that, Christ lives in us. And Jesus actually said it like this. He said, God is in me and I am in you. Like he passes down this acceptance and heir to the throne. He passes down this adoption into the family of God. Isn't that incredible? When we say yes to Jesus, it's not just coming in and saying, all right, now we're like a part of this religion Now we're a part of this church ownership. Now we're a part of this membership. No, no, no. When you come to Jesus, it's getting into a family. All of a sudden, you blood. Bumpy neighbor, say, you blood. It goes deeper, man. It's deep as blood in here. Because when we come to Jesus, we are adopted into sonship. We're adopted. You know what adoption means? Hand-selected. let that sink in. You're not here by chance. You're not here by accident. Did you know the father chose you? And maybe on this father's day, you've had someone inviting you for a very long time to come to church and finally you gave in. You're like, I just wanted to shut up. <laughs> and so you gave and you're like, listen, pastor, I'm only here because someone forced me. Okay. I know you're talking about this being accepted, but can I tell you, God works in mysterious ways and sometimes he'll use a nag to get you into his presence. Ooh. Sometimes he'll use whatever he, it's like we sang today. No shadow he won't light up. No mountain he won't climb up. No lie he won't tear down to get to you. Because he's obsessed with you. And he's adopted us as sons and daughters of the King." Isn't that incredible? In Psalm chapter 121, verse 1, it says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let my foot slip. He who watches over me will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at the right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. Check this out, verse seven. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over you, your coming and going, both now and forevermore. See, some of us look at this common resource and think that we need this earthly father to be everything for us. Because how many got daddy gaps, you know? I see so many people with daddy gaps and this void in their life of not having that father present. Uh, I used to work with youth um, uh, as a youth pastor for my dad's church. And working with, with youth, I could, t- I could tell you exactly who were the girls that didn't have a father figure in their life growing up. I could point them out just like that. Because they were looking for that attention through guys. They were trying to draw in that attention to get that void, that daddy gap filled. Because we're all made with a daddy gap. Even if you have an earthly father, and even if he's amazing... You still have a daddy gap because when it all comes down, when it all breaks down, the heavenly father is the only one that can fill that void. He's the only one that can fill that void. He's the only one that can be a true father that meets all your needs. And sometimes we look to the mountains and say, where does our help come from? My dad's not here. My father's not, I don't have that person in my life to pour in we have this gap in our life, but if we truly realize that our help comes from him, he is the great father, he is the great daddy, and He has adopted us into his family. Isn't that good news? I don't know what gap you have. And can I just talk to the fathers, too? And can we have our fathers stand, actually? I just want to honor you just as a dad in the building. Can you just make some ruckus for our fathers today? Come on. Yeah. Woo! You can just stay standing just for a sec. I want to talk to you dads because sometimes we can feel a lot of pressure as fathers. You feel a lot of pressure to live this life that is taking care of your family, being the strong one, being the one that can't, you know, bend under pressure. And can I just tell you that it was never your job to carry that weight. It was never your job to carry the weight of your family. And the great father wants to be the strength and the guide and everything for your family because you can't be the solve all. Can't be it. You can't do God's job. It's his job. Can I just tell you your job? Do you want to know your job? Your job is to be a compass. Your job's to be a compass. Your job's to point true north. To show where to go. Now I have this really cool app. You can be seated. Can you give it up for these fathers? They're amazing. I have this compass app. I don't know if you have it, but you can click it and it'll find true north of the GPS locator. But if you have an old-school compass, how they do it is the little tip on the arrow has a magnet in it. And the earth has this magnetic, you know, force of the south pole or south pole north pole, and north pole has a magnet that this this magnet in this compass draws to. And it's something that's in the compass that's drawn to true north can i tell you that fathers our job is to point true north to show our families where to find their help and i love this scripture because it says where does my help come from i look to the mountains where does it come from where's does, where does it go where, where is it and when we know that god is the source when he is the ultimate provider for us for our strength for our peace for our resource, when we understand who is it that creates the outcome, who is it that provides, when we know that he's Jehovah Jireh, our great provider, then all of a sudden we know that if anybody comes to us and says, hey, how do you, where do you, how do I do, how do I go about, and what do you do? And all we can do is point north and say, he's the one that provides. Where does my help come from? It comes from God. It comes from the great Father, the great heavenly Father that is the resource for everything that we need. Can I take the pressure off of you? You're not meant to carry the weight. You're not meant to carry the weight. You know what the common resource for us in Christ is having a heavenly Father that has everything we need. Has everything we need. I love it. Sometimes we can carry the burden. Sometimes we can feel inadequate, you know? I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel so inadequate as a father, especially as my son's getting smarter than I am, you know? He's so smart, and he learns so quick, and uh, he's a sports guy. He knows so much about sports. I mean, this kid is a fact machine. He knows who's on the 76ers, all their stats, who's making what, when their games are, all this stuff. And he'll come to me and say, Dad, what about the Rockets? Well, I should say, he used to come to me and say, Dad, what about the Rockets or Raptors? What, who's on there? Who, what are their stats? How many games have they played? And I'm like, uh, you know what I do? I pull out handy-dandy Google. Because Google knows all. They're like, hey Siri, tell me about the Raptors and Rockets. Why? I don't need to know it all. I know where my source comes from. I know where to go to find the answers. It's not in me. I can't know it all. I shouldn't have to, right? Because he's the great one. He's the great source. And when we redirect our attention to know where help comes from, where source comes from, You know what your number one job becomes? It becomes being able to get in his presence and being intimate with the Father. It becomes having that relationship with Jesus that's so tight, so strong that you can literally look up to your Father and right have a direct connection and say, Father, I don't know. Tell me the answer. Father, I don't know. You're going to have to help me, lead and guide me in this. You know what the great news is? He's already adopted you. You're his son, and he'll always provide for you. Always. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. It says, Therefore, come, come out, come out from them and be separate. Can I call you fathers to come out from the rest? Come out from all the other men. And maybe you've had an example in your life that has not been the best. Maybe your dad wasn't there, wasn't present, wasn't with God. Maybe he didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And he never showed you how to dig in and be intimate with the Father. To have that relationship where you're one-on-one, you're face-to-face like Moses. He had that tent of meeting. And he would get so close to the Father, the Bible says he actually spoke to him like a friend. He was just like, yo, God, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? Like, I need help with this. Father, you're going to have to help me in this. And it was just like that. Like, he was talking and became radiant with the presence of God. Maybe you never had that. And maybe you may be sitting in here, and you've never had that example in your life. Can I help you today? I tell you that everything is found in him. I hope I don't sound like a repeating record today. But I can't emphasize enough. You will be so frustrated in life and you will keep your daddy gap if your source becomes an earthly father. It all comes back down to we are all human and we're all flawed. And if we look to someone who's flawed to be our source, our source will always be flawed. But if we turn our attention to the Heavenly Father, the one who is perfect, the one who holds all, the one whose words always prevail, his purpose always prevails. That's why he said, let there be light, and there was. He spoke the world into existence, and it was. He speaks over your life purpose, and it comes about. Nothing can come against that purpose that he prevails on the earth. And so he says, come out from them. Be separate. The Lord touch and and touch no unclean thing and I'll receive you. Verse 18 says, I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters. God has such a specific purpose for your life. Can I just talk to all the men in the building, whether you have sons and daughters or whether you don't. And all the women in the building, can I just talk to you for a sec too? So I want to talk to us about being those people who are set apart, moms, dads, grandparents, uncles, aunts, I don't care who you are, cousins, brothers, sisters. When I was growing up, I had little brothers and sisters looking at me. Can I call you to be set apart, to come out from the rest? I don't care what your friends have done. I don't care what others have done. I don't care what your parents did. Can I call you today as a call from the Heavenly Father to set yourselves apart? come out from them. Set yourself apart for the purpose of God in your life. You know the greatest example that we can have is to see what it truly means to be a son and daughter of the Father. To have someone in our life that has truly owned their identity in Christ. Someone that is already set up in being a child of the King. There's no greater example for my kids than for Daddy to show them what it looks like to have a relationship with Jesus. I can't preach enough. I can't talk enough. I can't do church enough in order to show them what it looks like to be in relationship with Jesus. You know what speaks the loudest? When they come down the stairs to wake up Daddy and Daddy's already up on his knees praying. That's what preaches the loudest. The loudest is what Daddy puts on his priority. And every night, we're going to pray. We're going to start our day in prayer. We're going to end our day in prayer. Because the greatest example that I can show them of what it looks like to be a son of the king is to truly step into my identity as being a son of the king. The greatest example you can give is being a true child of God. To be set apart to say, God, I want you. Above all else, I want you. I want you. I just want you. And the Father's heart is longing for a generation to be set apart, to say, you know what, enough's enough. And maybe some of you, you're going to start a legacy that will go throughout the generations to come after you. Maybe up until now, you haven't had the greatest legacy passed down to you. Maybe it's been absolute chaos in your family. How many got chaos going on? Uh, Maybe you don't want to raise your hand, you know what I mean? Maybe they're sitting right next to you, you know? Well, maybe you got chaos passed down. They're like, hey, good luck. Take luck with that thing. Good luck raising your kids. Gave you an awful example. Good luck breaking that addiction. You saw daddy in that addiction for years. Good luck. Good luck staying out of prison. Good luck walking the right path. Good luck being generous. We've been stingy our whole life. Good luck. And you have this legacy, but today let me tell you that God has adopted you as a son and daughter, and because you have a heavenly father who has all resource, all power, all strength, can I tell you that when you are in Christ, Christ is in you, and the same power that raised Christ from the dead now lives in you. You are a child of the king, and now we can come alive to being sons And daughters of the great Heavenly Father. That's really good news, especially for those of us who don't have fathers that were present or maybe didn't set the greatest example. Our job as fathers here on earth is to point true north. When my kids come to me and say, Daddy, I really don't know what to do, my heart's broken. You know, I'm waiting for the day, you know, and Zion comes and he's like, this girl just broke my heart. Or I broke her heart, like whatever. A lot of pain going on. I was waiting for the day. Because you know what I do in that moment? You know what my dad, my granddad did with me? It pointed me north. I have a great father-in-law. He's an amazing man of God who's just super tuned in to the heaven's voice and what God is speaking. There's a lot of times I'll go to him and be like, hey, I need help in this. What do I do? You know what he does? He's the greatest example of what a father on earth should be. He says, look, that's where your help comes from. When's the last time you dove in? When's the last time you fasted? When's the last time you sought him? Where's that? Have the foundation of that because when you point true north, all of a sudden we can find our source of strength. If I'm always looking to you, if you can't help me or you're flawed, guess what? I'm going to be flawed in my source to my kids and to pass it on down. But today, man, is such a special day. And I really felt like the Father was setting up today as a day to set in your calendar as the first day for some of you to set a legacy of excellence. Set a legacy of those that know him and know whose they are. Know what family they're a part of. Know how to look at the Heavenly Father as who he is in his identity. Knowing that he is I am. I am. And when Moses asked, what shall I tell him your name is? The first time God reveals who he is, he says, tell him I am. Does that boggle your brain? The first time God's revealing who he is, he says, tell him, I am. Well, that's a weird name. But I truly believe that God was saying, whatever your circumstance, whatever the thing you're facing, I am. Whatever the equation and the problem you're trying to solve, I am. Whatever you're trying to deal with, I am. And when we understand that, as fathers and father figures and spiritual dads, we understand that when people come to us for the source, we just point them and say, go to I am. He's got it all. He is. He is today. He was yesterday. And he's going to be forever. He never changes. He's the great I am. I am. Woo, baby. You could stay there for a sec. One more scripture in John chapter 1. I'm going to close with this today. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Can I go back up? Actually, I got to go back up because Romans chapter 8 has so much in it. Verse 14 says, for those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. Get, it, get this, in verse 15, it says, the spirit you received. Everybody say received. Do you know how you receive? Hands open. Hands out. You receive, right? Uh, the other day we were at, uh, actually it was just yesterday, we were at five and below. And greatest store in the world, by the way. Love that store. Because everything's not above $5. It doesn't break the bank. It's really nice actually becoming like a supermarket now you go in there and there's like so much if you haven't been in there a while i you know encourage you to go but we were in there and it was me and zion we're having a daddy date and and so we went in and he got in there he had a, a dollar in his pocket and he's looking out for things for a dollar and then he spotted a soccer ball but the soccer ball was five dollars he was short and so what did he do he looked at me and said dad listen i got five dollars at home Can I just borrow $5 right now? I need that soccer ball. And I said, absolutely not, kid. No. What did I say? No. I said, absolutely. Of course you can have $5 for the soccer ball. And you know what he did? He reached out his hand to receive. The beauty about this is that God's inheritance for you, God's adoption for you is a gift to be received. It's not something you have to strive for. It's not something you have to work at. It's just something you must receive. Hands open. Not clenched. Not striving. Not waiting for. Not going after. It's receiving. Saying, Father, I receive what you've given me. I take on who you are. My adoption in you. And the spirit that we receive makes us sons and daughters Of God. Back to John. Verse 13. So he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent. Nor of human decision. Or a husband's will. But born of God. So I ask you today. Where are you at? Do you have a daddy gap? Today, do you come in here a little broken, a little unsure, feeling inadequate? Can I just encourage you that there's an incredible family here at Change, incredible family of people that are amazing individuals that can be followed. If the job of an earthly father is to point true north, can I help you? Then it doesn't have anything to do with your biological family. You could find any guy, any woman who is pointing true north, and they could become your spiritual father or mother here on earth. So I want to ask those in this building you say, I want to be a guide, I want to be a compass. I want to be one that points true north. And fathers in this building, maybe some of you say, you know, I've been trying to take the load on all myself. But you know what? Today, I want to be one that just points true north. If that's you, can you just stand for you? I want to pray over you today in that decision to become a man or woman of God that is stepping to that role to say, you know what? I'm going to be a guide. I'm going to be one that points true north. I'm going to be a leader for those that can come to me, whether it's my sons and daughters, whether it's those that come into my path. You know, there are a lot of kids in my life that aren't my biological children, but I claim them as my own anyways because God has directed my path to them, and so I take on that role. And it's not that I have to be the source now. I don't have to send them all to college, all right? (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. But I just have to be a source to say, that is the true source. That is true door. If someone's standing around you, would you just gather around them and pray? I just want to pray over these that are standing That's awesome. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hey, can I just encourage you? Those of you who stood and said, I want to be that leader. You know what makes you qualified? Your intimacy with him. There'll be some days that you don't feel qualified in your knowledge, in your wisdom, and how many, you know, diplomas you have, you know, all the schooling. Sometimes you feel unqualified. Can I tell you that your identity comes from your intimacy with the Father? As long as you're plugged into the source, you will always have what you need. I just going to lift you up right now, God we just thank you for these that have chosen to step into that role of being a guide, of pointing to you, of always pointing to the great I am, the great resource, the great Father. God and we just pray that you cover them, pray that you'd be so real in their life, that God as they dive into you as they have that intimate relationship where they see you face to face, where they feel your breath on them, God, that they would have your heartbeat inside of them. God, that you would just light them up with your passions, your capabilities, who you are. God, show them. Show them what it looks like to be a, a, a mother, to be a father, even if it's not biological, just as a spiritual guide, to guide them to the great resource. God, cover them today with everything that you are. God I just pray for all of our fathers in the building I just cover them oh God for this job That they have Just being a guide, a resource to say That's where the true resource comes from That's where it comes from To to point them true north To to direct them directly to you God I pray that you cover them today We just thank you so much for these dads Thank you so much for these fathers That are present That are all about pouring in To their families I pray that you encourage them Give them life inside of them. They could pour life into their families. And God, I pray that you renew. Today, let it be a day of renewal, God. And I just feel that so strong. If you need that renewal in your mind, I just want you to lift both hands up and just receive that today. I just want to pray for renewing of your mindset. Maybe you've had some things that have been so wrong in your past that it's hard for you to see right today. I just pray for a renewing spirit just to flow through here right now just renew our thinking God to think properly to think as children of the king to think as sons and daughters of God not sons and daughters of earthly fathers not sons and daughters of earthly families but God they would see you as the great father they would see themselves in the identity of Christ that Christ is in them therefore wherever they go you are with them God wherever they go you are for them not against them for their future, to give them a hope and a future. That's who you are. That's who you are today. So God, I pray that you just inscribe that on their hearts, inscribe that on their eyes, so they could see properly. But I just pray for renewing of their thinking, a renewing of their mindsets, a renewing of their passions, a renewing of their ability to love and connect and to lead, the ability to speak courageously, to come out in their identity. God, I just pray for a boldness to be released in this place, for a peace, that as they start this legacy to pass on to the next generation, God, that you would just renew their thinking to think properly as a child of the king. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come on, can we just stand all over this place? Let's just worship him. Can you just lift your voice to just worship the Father, the great I Am? I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. Oh I love you. Father, I love you. Oh let's just sing this together, sing. I love you I love you I love you I love you Jesus I love you I love you, I love you, Jesus, I love you, I love you, Jesus, I love you, I love you. God, I just thank you so much for your word today. Pray right now in this room. You just release your love on us. Father, you just release your love. Let these in this place, Lord God, that might have come in broken, might have come in uh, feeling just like this daddy gap. God, I pray to just fill them with love. Let them know that the resource comes from you. In that moment of feeling empty, God, you fill us up. In that moment of feeling without God, you are, I am, you're all things to us. So God, right now in this place, I just release that love. I just release that peace, that joy. Come about, we could celebrate you as our great father. God, that we would redefine Father's Day. This is an amazing day to honor one of the greatest fathers ever in the whole entire universe. as our heavenly father. Our Heavenly Father Thank you Jesus We love you Father We love you Father Thank you Jesus Come on, can someone give him a shout of praise Just love on him Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus We love you so much Jesus Can I encourage you this week To spend some time being cradled in your Father's arms If you've not done this yet, it's amazing. The Bible says we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, right? Well, the renewing process is a lot of times our job. It's not coming to the Father and saying, Father, just erase everything that's happened. Just make me new. He can do that. Not impossible. But the renewal process is our job. And for some of you that you come in, Father's Day is "Ah, it's rough. Father's Day, and might be great for you. And that's amazing. But for some of you, you need to be cradled by your Father to come into His arms to just come into His presence and just see Him looking at you and loving on you. And just picturing yourself in His arms and letting Him just wrap Himself around you and giving you all that He is. All His peace, all His joy, all His love. My little girl is about this tall. She's super tiny, just little petite. When she crawls into daddy's arms and I wrap around her, she doesn't have to worry about a thing because I have her. I'm protecting her. I'm loving on her. I accept her and she, her identity rests in what I think about her. She won't have to go and search for love. She won't have to go and search for acceptance. She won't have to. Guys, good luck getting her, okay? You have to be chasing her because she's going to have the father's acceptance, some of us go through life and we're looking for acceptance, looking for love, looking for people just to give us a little bit. Just, just let me know who I am. But can I encourage you to be cradled in his arms and let him lavish his love on you? Because you need to know how much he accepts you, how much he loves you. Let him pour that on you. Let him lavish it on you. The safety and protection that is in his arms. You can't look for it in earthly human beings because we're all flawed. Don't look at it. Just look at the guides. Those who will just point you saying, hey, it's Jesus. Hey, it's God. He's the one. Got to go to him. Can I encourage you this week, as you're setting a new legacy, as you're going forward in a new thinking, to be cradled in the Father's arms. Let him love on you. Let him breathe on you. Feel his acceptance. Feel the way he looks at you. Woo, he looks at you with such passionate eyes. He loves you with a reckless love. That song was so right on today. It's a reckless love, moving all things out of the way so we can get to you. So many times the biggest barrier is us. So we don't know. We're just going on what we felt here on earth. And I encourage you today on this amazing Father's Day Direct your eyes up and see how much He loves you and accepts you. Just receive all that He has. Amen. Oh, I love you guys so much. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.